Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Brodo Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, as always, Tim Petropolis. And today, before we get started, I want to tell you all about the Fantasy Football app by Brodo. It is the only app on your phone where you can open it up and get every single research tool that you need to make yourself a fantasy champion in the upcoming season. We have statistics, all the statistics you need, including Brodo exclusive statistics like running yards over expected and of course, true throw value and true target value. On top of that, you get player profiles. You get player specs. What is a player spec? It gives you every single measurement that a player has, what their ADP is, and on top of all that, they give you their weekly output every single week of their career. You have a rushing yards over expected tool where you can create awesome charts and share them on social media and tell all your friends about how you're better than them. You have our rankings. You have news updates. You have all the coaching stats you need. There's new coaches. There's seven new head coaches this year. You're going to need to know what these guys' tendencies are. We have them. Player contract information. Who's in that last year in the contract? You know that money year. That's where you're going to draft some guys that are going to get you some performances that are over the top. So you want to know that. You have the contract information. We have articles, of course, by our staff of great writers. We have podcasts, of course. Uh, If you're listening to this, you know all about that. And, of course, the social media aspect where when you post about fantasy football, people will actually care. The fantasy football app by Brodo is the only app you need to dominate your fantasy competition. Because if you're getting advice from the app that you play on, then everyone has the same advice. So... Be different and get the best advice that you can. Fantasy Football by Brodo app. You could download it anywhere you can get apps on your phone today uh, and on your iPad. It's also available for an iPad. Um, also, if you want to support the show, there's many ways you can support the show. Patreon.com slash Brodo Fantasy is the reason why we're able to create this app, um, which you're going to learn about in a little bit. Um, also, you can follow us on Twitter. Something as easy as that at Brodo Fantasy on Twitter. You can follow us all at Brodo FF is how we start all our handles. And then we got Tim, Mike, Jason, and Casanova. So at Brodo FF Tim uh, and so on and so forth. So if you could follow all of us, you'd be supporting the show a lot. So today we don't have a new episode for you. Um, well, for some people it's going to be new. For others it's not going to be new. So as you know, patreon.com, we already talked about it. One of the perks, if you're a patron, is that you get an extra episode a week. And some of the episodes, although during the season and going into draft season, we really get in-depth, hardcore in-depth into uh, draft strategy and who you should pick, who you shouldn't pick. Um, in the offseason, you get a chance to hear some things that you wouldn't usually hear. And today, we are going to Give out an episode for free so you get a chance to experience that even if you're not a patron. So you can get a little bit of a free, um, you know, a free example or a a free, what do they give out on Costco? I need the twins here to help me out when I can't find the word. A free sample. There you go. So you get a free sample of what you can expect from Patreon. So what you're going to do is just keep listening. And then if you like what you hear, patreon.com slash brotofantasy is where you can help and listen to more episodes like this. Just to give you a little bit of background of this episode, uh, this is an episode about behind the scenes, about who we are. Uh, We haven't done one of these episodes in a while. Uh, The Broto team has expanded to four people. 
Uh, not just me and the twins anymore, but we've added another one. Uh, a brother, not in blood, but in everything else. Uh, Santiago Casanova, our brother from another mother, uh, but a brodo bro nonetheless. Um, he joined the team, and when he joined the team, uh, we were able to take the next step by creating this app. So we're going to give you a little bit of a background about who we are, about what we are about, and also about how this app was created, what went into it. It's been a long, arduous process, and uh, you guys were one of the big reasons why we were able to make an app um, that is successful at the moment. Um, shout out to everyone who's downloaded the app. The numbers are already way past what we could have expected, and we're hoping. And, we're, and this is only April, so um, we're hoping as draft season comes along and as football season comes along, more and more people will be using the app to get themselves some fantasy success. Um, with that being said, uh, this is an episode from Patreon from about a month ago, uh, right before the app was about to be released. Um, I think in the episode, we talk about how the app is not quite released yet. It now is released. Again, Fantasy Football by Brodo is the name of the app. So go check that out at any of the app stores. So yeah, so what I'm going to do now is I'm going to transition into the Patreon episode from about a month back. The patrons have already heard this episode, um, but if you haven't heard this episode, it's also a really good indication and, and really good uh, background of who we are, what we're about, uh, so on and so forth. So without any further ado, I present to you um, the Meet the Guys episode from Patreon. Patron time. <laughs> time for all the patrons to hear how we made this app. Hey, sports that, fans. That was great. Good job, Michael. That was just that was... off the top of the dome. Because, you know, so, I'm, a sing, I'm a singing type of guy. What's up, patrons? Uh, we're here. Special episode for you today because we are deep in the, in the off season. And if you want to hear us talk about some fantasy football, uh, we have a great episode that we just posted with Thor who drops some dimes. So go check that out. But today we're going to bring you something a little different. It's... Uh, we just released the beta test, and a lot of you guys were the beta testers for the Brodo app, uh, Fantasy Football by Brodo app, excuse me. Uh, and we've been putting a lot of uh, time and effort in behind the scenes with this app. And so we just wanted to uh, give you an update of how we've arrived at this point, um, kind of do a little meet the guys episode, tell you a little bit about who we are and how we met and um, how we all put this together and how we got to this place and um, what you guys could expect going forward. So just like a little bit of a behind the scenes look at this app. And in order to do that, we could not do that without it. the fourth member of Brodo. So joining us today, not only is Jason here, not only is Michael here, special guest, but Casanova is here, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, yo, what's up patrons. So, um, we are full house today, the entire Brodo team in the house. And for most of you, you know the Brodo team as Michael, Jason, and Tim. And uh, we announced that we we're going to bring on Casanova as uh, the fourth member of Brodo. And um, that has worked out super well so far. Uh, I, I think that that is a... Uh, I think everyone would say thumbs up <laughs> to that move and we'll yeah. explain why in just a second but let's explain how we got here so um who wants to tell a story of how we met Cass I, I feel like I, I thought like you, I, who wants to tell a story before you said 
Cass, you like pause. You said, who wants to tell the story of how we met? I was like, we're brothers. Like, what kind of story is that? <laughs> well, I met Michael. I get to- he, just at a, he was just at the park, and I was like, oh, shit, it's a baby. <laughs> and then you saw Jason, like, four feet next to me, and we're like, oh, shit, it's another baby. <laughs> just one is way cooler than the other one. <laughs> and that's Jason. Damn. Oh, come on. You set that up. It's too low. I know, but you know it's not true. So. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, sure. Yeah, I guess we could talk about how he met. Well, Cass is Santiago, by the way. Um, Santiago Casanova at BrotoFF Casanova on Twitter for all you. Best you guys all know. Game. I think you guys all know uh, Cass by now. Even before he became a part of Broto, he was a he was already a writer and <clears throat> was helping us and things on Broto already. So, but yeah, I believe. Cass could correct me if I'm wrong, but I think he was one of the Joe Sanagato listeners to start, which is how he originally found out about us, right? Yeah, that's right. Uh, first, the, the Joe Sanagato podcast and Veterans Minimum, then Tim pulled me into the Brodo thing, and that's how I found you guys. Yeah, so uh, Cass is one of the OGs starting from like all the way from the base from when Joe, uh, uh, from when Joe was on VM, and then he introduced VM, and then tim started brodo with us and uh one of the the reason we came we became like close with Cass is because of one of our leagues the uh the first ever listener league i believe it was ever. uh the first ever listener league and we had a contest to get into the league um it was like leave a review with like some sort of like you're the best thing since something and i think Cass said the brodo fantasy forum is the best thing since sliced bread or something of that sort and, Old uh, school forum. We used to be the Brodo Fantasy Forum. The Brodo Fantasy Forum, yeah. That was oh man. That was, it, those don't exist anymore, those episodes, right? I think we hit them, yeah. Yeah, yeah. oh man. Thank <laughs> God. That, was, that was rough stuff. That was, that was rough stuff. Yeah, the, I think the first Dude. ever episode, Jason starts like, I'm Jason and I just win championships. I'm so good or something. <laughs> that was hysterical. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, uh Cass won the uh one to one of the spots in the listener league and as you guys now know that's called the tingle league um and Cass is actually the creator i think of the tingle um just like the phrase the tingle because we we, we were saying things like oh like fantasy makes us tingly and shit but then shout out to jess who is a patron so what happened you know what? i'm going into a long story now we had our 12 we were ready to go. And then this one kid said, is there a prize? And we were like, I mean, no, not really. And he dropped out. So fuck that guy. <laughs> so we needed a 12th. And Jess, very luckily and happily for us because it's been great, ended up being the 12th. And the first thing Cass said when she entered the chat was, does fantasy football make you tingle? And it was tremendous. <laughs> and that's basically the backstory of it. <laughs> I think you did a, a really good job of describing that, Mike. Thanks, Tim. Yeah, I've been no good. Uh, I've been called a good uh, transcriptor in the past. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Cass, how did you how how did you arrive at that point? So now we have we've kind of established like that. That's that's how we got close, and that's how we started talking, and you know, eventually that that relationship evolved or whatever. But. Um, how did you get to that that point? Like, what what brought you into into the fantasy football world? And and talk a little bit about that. I'm not entirely sure how I got 
deep into it. I just remember downloading the Yahoo Fantasy app one day when I was in middle school. And I, I loved it. I think I won my first league. It was Yahoo Public, so probably people weren't paying attention. But I was just super excited that I won. <laughs> um, then I started a league with one of a few of my friends from from middle school that it's actually still running. It's my longest running league, and I was just hooked from the start. And I think fantasy football is one of the reasons I I am a math major now. I just love the whole stats thing, looking at it. So I decided to get into maths. And, you know, everything in my life just ties into fantasy football at this point. Do you know what's crazy, Cass? Like, that, it's kind of the same story how I remember the first time I ever saw fantasy sports. <clears throat> like, how I felt like, holy shit, I am hooked forever. And I know it already. I was like... 13 years old, my friend John, my friend, I mean, my brother, Johnny, had his friend Petey over the house. And Petey goes, yo, could I use your computer? I want to check my fantasy team. And I was like, what? You want to do what? Right? And and he's like, oh, check this out. And he explained to me, he's like, yo, you pick players, you draft players, and then what they do in real life. And I remember thinking while he was talking, like, I like making the connection in my head of like what it was before he even finished the sentence. And knowing even before he finished explaining what fantasy football was, like, my my life's about to change forever. <laughs> like, I, I'm going to be addicted to this. I already know, because it's just everything that I could that I could ask for. So I think like that's a <laughs> that's a that's that's pretty cool that that you kind of did the same thing. Yeah, I mean, Tim uh, Tim got me and Jay into it from like eight nine years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The twins are. And then I realized, cool. and then as an eight year old, I realized, wow. I can be smarter than my 15 year old brother. So let me prove it. And that was it. No, uh, but for real though, like he, they were beasts from the beginning. When's the first time you joined the league? You guys split a team in like my main league, the league that we still have now, like the one we always talk about. You guys split a team. Yeah. Yeah. For the first couple of years, it was a, it was a shared team. We were on like a trial run. (laughs) Yeah, we were. They 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 really had they had to like get in because there's like that's in a competitive league that's been going for a long time so there's like a line for spots if someone like goes down so the twins had to had to prove themselves so and they were young so everyone was like oh man you got your little brothers playing you got your little brothers playing and then they kind of like they did their thing man <laughs> they were do you expect like anything eight less? nine years old bro <laughs> eight nine years old crazy these guys too have just been doing it forever they mean it when john coon baby yeah john coon say you have to say more than that you can't just say john John coon no when fantasy first started like back when back in the day it was 20 yards was a point a touchdown was six points there was no ppr so even if you ran for 100 yards you got five points so touchdowns were king so every time I needed a buy replacement or someone got injured, I just picked up John Kuhn off of waivers. <laughs> and I honestly probably hit like 90% in my John Kuhn lineup. <laughs> like every time I put him in my lineup, it was a day where he got a goal line rush and scored a touchdown. John Kuhn, by the way, the former fullback for the Green Bay Packers. Yes. Yep. They, just in case, just in case John not Kuhn. everyone's up on their John Kuhn history. We had some <laughs> stupid ass scoring rules back then. That, those were it. Those are really like they were oppressive. Really absurd. Oh, yeah. It was and basically like the, you have to have the team that scores more touchdowns every week to win. And not only that, the quarterback scoring was right now standard quarterback scoring, like 25 points per per. So the quarterbacks reigned ultra supreme. 
And we had we also had was, two quarterbacks. It was a two quarterback league. So the most the most valuable things in our league were quarterbacks. Like in the drafts, like the entire first two rounds were quarterbacks. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> super flex before it was cool. Yeah, super exactly. but not even that, like two like straight up two QBs. We used to have like battles for QBs. When like I remember when Carson Palmer got traded to the Raiders, that was like and, and I picked him up on the waivers that week. It was, that, was like, that was like the biggest deal. And I ended up trading him for Tony Gonzalez, who ended up bringing me to a championship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, what a lopsided trade. But yeah, it wasn't, though. A trading, trading Derek Carr um, for OBJ, his rookie season. I don't even know. Were we playing with two QBs at that point? Yes. No. No. You were. No, you're right. Yeah. John I traded, just sucks. I traded Derek Carr for OBJ. Yeah. John John is no longer in the league because he was in 12th place literally every single year. Not our brother, Johnny, our friend, John. Um, he knows he sucks, which is why he left the league. But, uh, yeah. So we could, t- we could talk about this stuff all day. But why all don't you. Day. T- so behind the scenes of this app, too, like, it's not like we got some, like, developer to develop it. We. And when I say we, I say we liberally. It's 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 really uh, a lot of Jason and Cass and a lot a lot of Michael too. But Jason and Cass are are, are like like the 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 drivers of this shit. Uh, and I'm kind of just like in the background saying, "Hey, that looks cool," and that doesn't look cool. Uh, so Jason, why or Jason, take why don't you like start with like what does it take to to build? What does it take took so far? And you know, just anyone how. What has it taken so far? A long, <laughs> long time coming. <laughs> a lot of, a lot of time. That's what it takes, man. I mean, it's really all I could say. We we first had the idea of making an app, and so so what we've done is we're not we are using an app platform. It's not like we're every single code is from scratch, but the applications within this app platform that like Cass has developed are from scratch. So it's like a mix of um, a platform plus our own development. Um, so it's we use a platform called Appy Pie, and I I looked it up at first, and I downloaded it, and I did a free trial, and I showed Michael and Tim. We we're like, yeah, this is kind of whack. Like, yeah. we can't really do anything fantasy football related. And then like a month passed. We were talking about next steps. We were thinking of maybe doing like a draft guide or something. But we were like, that's everyone does that these days. Um, and then I was like, yo. And then I think it was Michael who was like, yo, you see what Cass is doing lately? It's super cool. Like his charts on Twitter and stuff. So I was like, real hmm. quick, I I literally said to Jason and Tim, I guarantee you Cass could do basically anything. Yeah. <laughs> so I had a lot of trust like, in you, what, Cass. <laughs> like whatever we, whatever we need, he could probably do it. <laughs> yeah. So then I was like, all right, on that note, then. Let me download Appy Pie again and actually see, like, now that if we could actually code into it, then that could be a great thing. And I realized right away that they had their own coding option. And then I realized that a few other options were actually super cool and we could, like, put in our podcast and stuff like that. So then it's really just been a whole lot of trial and error. Um, just messing around with layout, format, um, different different applications we could have in the app. And then on the back end, though, like, I Cass could talk more about this, but everything was going to be like Google Sheets to start. We had Google Sheets. Like, that was going to be the app. I mean, that was on the beta, um, too. 
That was in the beta. It's take it took us hours to do. That profiler that we've now scrapped took like mm. combined between me and Cass and Michael Man. a little bit like 825,600 <laughs> minutes and now it's just in the garbage like incinerated. Yeah. And we have this whole new cool profiler that Cass put together. So I'll let him talk a little bit more about that. But it just honestly it just been a lot of trial and error, um, a lot of talks about what we should put in the app, what we shouldn't, um, a lot of things that we still want to try to add to it. It's it's basically it's been a lot of work, but it's been exciting, and we're hoping that uh, you guys you all like it. Yeah, I mean trial and error is right. Wow, eight hundred thousand minutes is is not exaggeration. <laughs> Those Google sheets were were quite the hustle, but yeah. Uh, that's the thing since we this app began it's changed so much we've learned so much it, it was very very rough at the beginning then as the start of the beta was still rough we've built upon that and then the app we have now is so much better than the app that we released as the first beta so i'm, I'm really proud of how long we've come even in a, in a couple of weeks yeah even behind the scenes like when we first floated this app idea and i first downloaded the free trial to try to mess around with it I had to legit fight with Tim and Michael, like fight with them because they were convinced that the best idea for the app was to put our website as the homepage. Like that's how far we've come. Well, I was like, why the fuck would we have our website as the homepage? <laughs> There's a menu on the website. There's a menu on the app. It's just confusing as shit. And it's who, who needs an app if they're just going to go to the website? <laughs> that was before we knew the capabilities of it, Jay. All right. Yeah. Don't make was- me and Tim look bad. No, 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 but we, we should because it was, it was a bad idea by us. Like, let's be honest. Like, we, <laughs> but I mean, that's what I kind of thought we were doing. I thought we were just making the website on the on the phone where you can get it on an app. Like, that's kind of what, what my vision for this was in the beginning. And, but then as we looked more and more and as we got more and more farther down the road, the vision became so expanded on on like what we can provide <clears throat> and all of a sudden it, we became like w- hopefully for you for the for everyone out here a one-stop shop where you don't have to go anywhere else to get fantasy advice you can do your own research you can get uh our opinions who i mean you guys are giving us money already so we really appreciate you but so you know like you know, like you, you already want our opinions on this. So you can get the opinions. You can be part of that community at the same time. And you guys, again, are part of the community on the discord. So, you know, that the, this community is the community we've built is probably the best part of everything we've done so far. Like it's, it's, it's like, it's special. And so on top of that, and you could do that all in one place. And so that's, and, 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 and it came from that. And, and it's it's interesting because you you talk about all this work that's going in. So I want to also like give people a background of like, all right, so you guys have put all this work in and all the hours in. Now, what else are you doing? Give them an idea of step outside a fantasy person for a second, because it's crazy. The craziest part about all this is how fast it all come together, and and w- through the obstacles that you know of time through the obstacles of, of where people are at right now. So just give a, a little background of where everyone's at just uh, as, as human beings. Why don't we start with Jason? Cause Jason is the busiest human being alive. <laughs> All right. I'll start. Yeah. I mean, just for like 
I, I don't want to like I don't want to say that, but yeah, I'm pretty fucking busy, man. <laughs> um, like even the other day, Michael was here, and uh, I live with my girlfriend. For those who don't know, Roxana, and Roxana said something about like Brodo, and Michael was like, "Dude, the other day I was legit thinking, like, I wonder how Jason's relationship." with Roxana has been during this whole app process because he legit just never has time. <laughs> I thought that myself, kind of, if I'm being honest, too. Yeah, like, that's just kind of how it is. Um, I, I've, I'm obviously, I'm in law school and being the fucking piece of shit that I am, I always want to do more than I have to. So, um, so right when the semester started, I did moot court, which is like fake court in front of the Supreme Court, like making an argument. So that took my time outside of class. And then I decided I'm going to try to run the mock trial competition. So I wrote a whole um, practice problem and now I've been judging and putting it together and dealing with buffoons. Um, no, the most, most of the people aren't buffoons. My, my, it's been running well. There are just a few people who've been pissing me off because they <laughs> have made my life hard. Um, so I've just been like, I've had school. I've had done my extracurriculars. I've been working on the app. And then also at the same time, I have been working out every day. Like, so I legit like don't really have um, that much time. So that's what my life has been like recently. If you're looking for a, a workout to um, gain some muscle, the uh, six weeks of the work on Beachbody is super hard and super fun. Um, I'm, I'm going to finish on Saturday of the six weeks and probably just run it back. This is the guy who trained Julius Randle become a beast in basketball. Oh, so you you know that it's it's tough. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that's what I've been doing. Um, and then whenever I do have free time, basically at 11 p.m. every night, if I'm lucky, I'll watch an episode of Dexter, and then my girlfriend will fall asleep, and then I'll work on Broad a little more, and then go to sleep. <laughs> Jason, uh, I will say your your shoulders are looking are looking uh, nice and a lot like, of Looking a strong. lot of shoulder workouts. Dude, I was at the park with Michael yesterday. Sorry, I'm going to brag a little bit here. But Michael's <laughs> like, yo, you want to do like a Michael? Um, Michael lost 40 pounds for those who don't know. Michael could talk a little bit more about that. But um, he's been on a little workout hiatus, which is fine. He's been busy. Um, but he was like, yo, let me, let's have a plank competition. I know you're going to beat me, but let's just see how long we could last. Dude, not only did I destroy Michael, sorry. I was just chilling. Like, I was having a whole conversation with Michael. I was planking for, like, three minutes. And Michael's like, dude, what are you doing? Just get down already. <laughs> yeah, I was like, so thanks I for making me feel like a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> I'm fucking over here like my abs are burning. I'm, like, shaking. I'm like, all right, I'm calling it quits. And Jason's like, all right, that's cool. Like, all right, suck it, dude. Jeez. But so, yeah. Uh, so that's been me. Someone else so, can go. So. Why don't you why don't you go, Michael? Let's hear let's hear what uh so obviously you have not been doing the work, although you put in the work this summer. Forty pounds, Michael's down, like Jason mentioned. This guy, uh this guy was dedicated during the summer. Yeah. Um I actually the what's it called? The um the diet started on like uh Valentine's Day, the day after Valentine's Day, because I went to the doctor and he basically called me a, a fat shit and I was like, You're right. I should probably change that. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I just, I stopped eating red meat. I stopped eating pasta, um, cookies, any snacks. Like I, I went all out and I started working out every day and I ended up for like 40 pounds lighter by like September. And since then I'm, I'm like five pounds heavier now. So I got to lose it again. 
Uh, I started working out again this week. I'm going to get back into it. I've been like super busy and such like Jason said too. And, but no excuse. I got to start working out again, especially after Jason made me feel like a terrible person. We were planking yesterday at Astoria Park. But, I mean, we we were playing catch with the football. And I, I launched a couple of balls. And I was like, yo, I threw that a lot farther than I expected to. I was like, maybe I am a, I am a little uh, more limber and a little stronger than I was <laughs> this time last year, which I definitely am. But, yeah. Um, yeah, that's – me and Jason also, like, we would work out like we do Insanity – on the beach at 12 p.m. in 95 degree weather every day and then grab our paddle boards and go paddle boarding the summer was great <laughs> can't wait for the summer again you guys live quarantine summer uh at the height of how quarantine summer could have possibly lived you guys live like the real life version of when when vince and turtle go to entourage that the, the, the spot you know in in the beginning of season four when they when they're just on that beach and they're just not working and they're chilling and they're just do you know do you know what I'm about? No. Anyway. Um, but Michael, uh Michael had one of the best years in fantasy. I think I would put him up against any analyst, honestly. It's for, in, in general, particularly this year. And fantasy baseball too. And fantasy baseball. And Michael that's Michael Michael literally uh is in in the fantasy world. So Mike, tell him what you do uh in, in general. Yeah, I mean for those who don't know, I've mentioned it. It was on the previous podcast but like i don't discuss it super often i work for the ffpc um as the compliance officer um is high stakes fantasy football so i'm the guy who deals with state taxes uh applications to get us licensed in states like pennsylvania and new york and places like that you know it's fucking people complain like why is your rake so high why are you taking 40 dollars out of this prize pot it's because a license in Pennsylvania costs fucking $50,000. That's why. Like, normal folk don't know that. Like, $50,000 just to operate in Pennsylvania is how you got to be these days to run a fantasy site. So there's a lot of back-end costs. And then, like, paying for employees and such, like myself. I like to get paid. I do get paid. <laughs> but I actually, the when the coronavirus shit happened, luckily it's a uh, it's a remote-style job where I could just work from home. So I I just work from home now and I've been working from home. Um, so I have a so yeah. But like Tim said, I like that job is a fantasy fo- a high stakes fantasy football site. So I'm just like fantasy football during the day. And then what do I do when I'm done with my work day? More fucking Brodo, <laughs> fantasy football stuff. That's probably why I had like one of my best seasons ever this year. Uh, specifically, especially like when I'm not. Now that I'm like working from home and not taking the train to and from work one hour every day, like I wouldn't spend that time doing any research. That's basically two extra hours a day where I get to do like things where I didn't have before. Um, but lately I've been very deep into fantasy baseball. I've released some articles and such and I've, I'm like 20 best ball drafts in. Let's see how that goes. Holy fucking. Did you say 20? Yeah. What the I love fuck? me some baseball best ball i mean the first time i did best ball the cut line for the raz slam and the athletic subscriber league last year first time doing it i came in first overall and the top five percent overall in each so figured why not do it more if i'm going to be that successful at it so we'll see how it goes this year but yeah i mean i've just been uh doing that fantasy stuff and i'm actually moving to uh in with jason his roommate left, so I'm uh, I'm taking that room. 
So me and Jason are going to be roommates. What's up? And for those who don't know, I love beneath Tim. Yeah. yeah. Right in the apartment right under So me. it's going to be a little brotherly love fest going on. It's a, it's it's quite the it's quite the arrangement. I I I enjoy it, and we and we share a backyard, so it's 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 nice. We have yeah. my wife plants uh, some some vegetables back there. Jason, did you partake in any vegetables this year? Uh, well, I got here like right when it started getting cold, October. Mm-hmm. So right, um, I was able to grab a decent amount of basil right before it died. Nice. Did you get any rosemary? I love me some fresh basil. I got some rosemary. I put some in a Ziploc bag. Forgot about it a couple weeks later. It was like all white and gross and i'd throw it out (laughs) just you just killed my rosemary as you just come through and murder my rosemary (laughs) i bought rosemary from trade fair i love rosemary so it's cold it's cold right now uh so we can't really although my rosemary is still alive but uh if you if you want it to not be cold anymore you got to travel down south you see where i'm going here and cast i learned two things about cast that blew my mind that well, I, I learned early on that he's not. This really didn't blow my mind. I, I learned one thing that blew my blew my mind, and that's that he's twenty years old. Okay, that that the man is wise beyond his years. Uh, but also that he's in Mexico, so Brodo International, baby. Um, so why don't you tell people what you're up to, Cass? Uh, yeah, I am in fact in Mexico, and I am in fact twenty years old. For you, <laughs> those who don't know, I'm also an applied maths major down here in Mexico City. And, you know, my entire off school life also revolves around math. I mean, I'm the data analyst for Brodo. I've been participating in competitions like uh, the Big Data Cup, which is a hockey analytics competition. We, me and, and my good friend Tage just submitted two papers into it so, and we're waiting for results. So, yeah, my whole life is just around math and numbers pretty much. Uh, that's how that's what I do. Did you know you were going to do that when you were a kid? Uh, I like, mean, have you always, always liked numbers? I've always liked math, but I, I mean, not, I, I wasn't sure. what I, I've, I've had very different options throughout my life. I wanted to be an architect, architect at some point. But yeah, I think uh, math was always a clear option. I actually almost got into film school right before getting into math, but I think I, I made the right choice in the end. <laughs> Interesting, interesting. Film school. Would you want to be like a, a, a actor, director? Like, would you nah, want to... director for sure. Acting's not my thing, but uh, I do love filmmaking and stuff. But I think math is the 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 main thing here. For nice. those who don't know, Cass does have a Instagram page with some beautiful photos, so he does have the artist's eye. That's true. I what about posted in a while? But yeah, I, I do like taking pictures too. What about how you started like coding and stuff with fantasy football? Oh, that was that was very recently, actually. Uh, I've always loved coding as well, never really got deep into it. And I knew that for my career in, in math, I was going to have to use R, R programming. So when I found on Twitter uh, an, an R course that was specifically made with football stats, you, know, you, you learn with everything around football, it was perfect for me. I love football, I love math, I love coding. So I just bought the course, I think it was almost a year ago. And I've been learning, finished the course in a couple of months, then finding tutorials online, building upon of what I've built and just see what I can do regarding fantasy football and, and different projects I can make. And hockey too. I'm not even a big hockey fan, but I just entered the hockey competition using what I've learned with, with football. So it's been one hell of a ride recently with the, the whole R stuff. Yeah, you could read um, Cass's Big Data Cup paper. I, I believe you shared it on Twitter, right? 
Yeah, I did. Uh, the second one is on my Twitter. The first one is on my friend's Twitter, which is, I think, <laughs> Michigan Analytics. So you can check them both out there. They're very interesting if, you, if you're into that. Yeah, I they are very interesting. I can totally you say that one reading it. Can you say his 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 uh, Twitter name one more time? Yeah, I think you broke up a little bit. Oh uh, yeah, for sure. His Twitter name is MFB Analytics. Yeah, MFB. that that dude is all about stats and such too. Yeah, we find each other found each other on, on uh, football Twitter, and I proposed to him that we enter this hockey competition. He said yes, and I think we had some pretty good projects there we're still awaiting the results that's very cool that you guys met through football twitter yeah look at you making connections through twitter od yeah right also Frodo, the big data cup dude <laughs> yeah, yeah that's this, this is without twitter i wouldn't be here for sure <laughs> cass's twitter uh, is a1 like cass's twitter is an underrated that is an a1 twitter right there i mean he's been killing it that follower account has been shooting up yeah, if you don't already follow Cass, make sure to follow Cass. It's a, uh, it's at Brodo FF Casanova. You make sure you make sure. The smoothest of all the Brodo FF memes. You probably will not regret it. Probably. <laughs> um, I, I regret that I don't know more about computers, so I can't like be as involved uh, in the uh, making of this app as you guys are, but uh, I see you guys putting in the work. I'm trying to put in the work as well. I've, I've been writing a bunch of articles. I've been uh, editing when editing is needed. Uh, I've been giving my opinion, uh, but in in the world out here as well, um, I've, been trying to, I've been trying to put the shows together. And as you guys know, my wife is pregnant. I, uh, I told you guys that. Uh, Tim just muted himself while talking. Way to go, Tim. Yeah. What are you doing, Tim? <laughs> I was like, he oh, just, I think he, he lost him, but he doesn't even know how to unmute it. Yeah, he said hello. something. Hello, it's not hello, a coincidence hello. that right after he mentioned his wife, it went, it, it muted. Yeah, you're back. Mario's <laughs> over there. It's like, don't you talk about me. <laughs> I actually got unplugged. Are you guys hear me now? Yeah, we hear you. <laughs> All right, my bad. Anyway, so, yeah, she's pregnant, doing in July, so preparing for that. I'm, I'm doing the entire house over. Uh, I, was, I was reading my dad book because I'm trying to, be the best dad I can be. Uh, and, you know, the book is not really for to be a, a dad, but it's like a the, the lead, how to be a pregnant woman's husband. And like, because so, I, I like I, I want to support her in every way I can. And one of the things it says is like she's going to want to clean everything. She's going to want to redo everything. So we are currently knee deep in that process. Mm-hmm. I, I redid and painted. I, I redid the floors in the kitchen with my dad. We did it in a week. We worked straight in a week, the week I had off of school. Um, I, I re I repainted three three uh, of the rooms. Um, school's been crazy as I'm completely remote teaching school. Um, that has been a uh, crazy process, um, putting in way more hours than I would normally put in in a normal school year. So it's it's been it's been quite the process there. And then um, yeah, trying to work out. Not as successful as Jason. I'm kind of in the Michael category where I I was good. I was doing really well January. I worked out every day, well, six days a week, six days a week for five straight weeks. I finished off the program. I lost 11 pounds. I was killing it. And then uh, that week happened where I redid the kitchen and uh, everything got very, very fucked up in that journey because I ordered out to eat every single night because I had no stove and I had no refrigerator and I had 
the, it was it was completely upside down. Well, I had a refrigerator. I just didn't have anything to cook the things in the refrigerator. But anyway, irregardless, uh, that's what I've been up to, teaching these kids. I'm trying to teach these kids. I just did a fake news project. It was one of the better projects I've ever had. I hope they I hope they understood what I was talking about because fake news is out here and it's, it's ruining the world. It's ruining the world, people. Is that how you really feel, Tim? Tell them how you really feel. <laughs> you never look. You never. You're never gonna get fake news on the Brodo app. I'll tell you that. True that. Only the real. As of right real. now, what if we played? Scene? What if Go we played two truths and a lie? Then there's gonna be fake news. What the fuck did you just say? Like, two truths and a lie. What does that even mean? All right, two truths and a lie. Which yeah. one is the lie? Um, let's see. Um, every day. <laughs> After I work out, I have a protein shake of chocolate peanut butter. Um, every I morning I when I wake up, right now. yeah, it, it, I have, what is every it? morning when I wake up, I put a scoop of collagen in my coffee. And every night when I go to sleep, I lay on my stomach. Which one is the lie? <laughs> Is like I I can't believe that just happened. Yeah. <laughs> Fake news. <laughs> a really hard left turn. Like to a completely. I mean, like, I feel area. like one of these is fake news. I feel like I, I'd know. Look, I know you don't exclusively sleep on your stomach. I know duh. you also don't just fucking. Apparently, now you use collagen in your coffee every morning. Is that yeah, like a new disgusting. thing? I hope that's the yeah. lie. That's the lie, fuck. Yeah, I was going to say, so I'm pretty sure it's the collagen. Because I know Johnny, he's also been getting into working out and supplements and things like that. He's all about the collagen life. Collagen's good for you. Yeah, I'm just here, you know, just... Yeah, but don't do that to coffee, please, man. Yeah. I don't I just, drink coffee. I just had OD steak. Talk about protein. Did protein. You Bring me some tomorrow. There's Grilled? Some extra. On the barbie, Grilled? kid. What? what? That's right. Damn, Jason. Jason, can you bring me back something, bro? You got to invite me over, man. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. I was telling Michael to come over today. He could have, You should have told me to come over. I told him Roxana's going out for dinner. With the, she's going to see her sister. And I'm over here not getting homemade steak. I have leftover chicken with fucking kale, beans, and onions. And you're over here eating dad's barbecued steak, and you're not telling me to come over? My dad makes a mean steak, folks. Mean steak. That's a steak master. Somehow, somehow he gets all the juiciness to stay in the middle, but it's not that red. Like he doesn't cook like he makes a, a, a medium rare steak, but it's a medium steak. If that makes any sense. Right? Am I, am I wrong? It's no, like I mad feel, plump and yeah. juicy. Good assessment. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, I'm gonna be uh taking a left turn. I'm gonna be Jason's roommate in a few days and he's gonna have to start making me kale. Oh, what do you say, Jay? I was wondering about that. You know what? Let's 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 dive in. Let's dive in. I got a question for you guys. When you guys when you guys move in together, is it gonna be like two single men living together or are you gonna be communal about it? Like you're gonna eat dinner together every night, you're gonna you're gonna shop together, or you're gonna be I'm like, sure. I got my stuff, you got your stuff. No, it'll most certainly be a mix of both. I mean, I'm gonna go shopping for shit, he's gonna go shopping for shit. But like yeah i mean just like time wise there's no way like i could have dinner with michael every day and like like it it's gonna suck if we live together and it's like the first person who starts cooking has to start cooking for everyone so I I say, like, if, you, 
if you're making if you're making if you're shopping for the night you're like you all right i'm going to the supermarket i'm getting dinner are you texting michael like yo what are you trying to eat tonight well i don't shop the night of i just get stuff i mean i'm i'm guessing like we're i i i feel like on weekdays we're probably going to cook our own food unless like i'm making extra and, or like if i have time i'm like yo you want to eat some food and then on weekends we'll cook together stuff like that yeah. it, honestly time is the issue for me i don't have the time to be cooking big meals no yeah i agree that's what i figured you guys, too you guys are also limited in that apartment they don't have a stove yeah and i mean we're we're grown men we got uh <laughs> yeah. we got bills to pay and shit you know we have a we, hot plate and a toaster oven and we gotta we gotta be uh smart at the uh supermarket i'm not trying to go buy 40 dollar steaks every day what where's that <laughs> come from yeah i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> like yeah. what, are you, what are you talking about no, I don't know. Like cooking for multiple people costs more money too. Yo, Cass, you cook? Say, but... I don't think uh, Cass I heard try. you. Oh. <laughs> you cook? Not a lot, but I uh, once once in a while make dinner, make something nice. I'm pretty good with it. I I take a long time to cook. I made breakfast the other day, and it took me like a couple hours. <laughs> But, uh, <laughs> wow, that's a that's a nice. hash browns take a while, but <laughs> I do. <laughs> they do. But yeah, I, I like. To, I don't cook often, but uh, I think when I do it, it turns out all right. <laughs> nice, all nice, right, nice. I have a question. What are your guys' go-to spices? Like when I, most of the things I make, if I'm not trying to get crazy, I'll just do salt, pepper, garlic, and oregano. Like those are my four go-tos. Recently, I've been using a lot of rosemary. And I recently picked up Cuban because I fuck with Cuban. But those are like my go-tos. What about you guys? I mean, there's not the, you you almost you you mentioned almost everything that there is. <laughs> I think that that you know parsley is is always a, a go-to cilantro, but you gotta get fresh cilantro. You uh, fuck with adobo? Adobo is good. Nah, nah, nah. Don't fuck with adobo, man. It's it's uh it's just all salt why? and shit, right? Yeah, it's it's it, it they use yeah, the you salt don't they use salt. is a preserve no nah, the, the salt they use is a preservative salt. You gotta get the natural salt. Get adobo seasoning, but don't get it from the, the company adobo. Interesting. Goya. All right. Goya. Don't get the Goya stuff. It's not good for you. It's bad for your heart. Why you got good beans? I don't know about the beans. I'm sure the beans are, are, are good. I got beans, Yo, greens, potatoes, yeah. tomatoes. That's a great Pat, video. One day th there's going to be a, a great cook off. The great Patrop cook off, and Johnny's gonna be involved too because Johnny swears he can cook, even though he has said the sentence to me, "I cook everything on the highest temperature possible, and, <laughs> and, it, and it comes out good." Okay, well you've lost the competition already, Johnny. What the um, fuck does that mean? I burn exactly. everything. It, it means I burn everything. Um, but the twins also one time we were making taco night, and you're gonna be appalled by this. Don't um, say the twins. Don't fold <laughs> me into twins. this bullshit. It was taco night, and Jason insisted that we just boil the shrimp and put no seasoning on it whatsoever. So we just had boiled shrimp in our taco. No, we cook. We ended up cooking the shrimp. I was trying to think of like a cilantro, not a like a ceviche type thing, but not really ceviche. Like I wanted boiled shrimp, and then you like put it in the ice, you cool it down, you slice it up, and then you have the other taco options. What the fuck does that even mean? Like you want it. So, because we weren't making, like, we had our tortillas, but then we also had, I mean, we had corn tortillas, but we also had, like, the hard shell, like, Tex-Mex tortillas. With those, you put, like, taco sauce. Like, if you're putting taco sauce, taco seasoning, 
you don't want a a shrimp cooked in olive oil and yes, fucking you do. and partially no you want a plain shrimp no. that's going to be seasoned by yeah. the toppings Obviously, we didn't because no one liked it, and we had to cook it after. You cooked it. It's not that no one liked it. You just won the argument because you're nah, just stubborn, and you nah. cooked it. Yes. No, man. We, we ah, put it out, and no one wanted. Everyone asked the same questions. Like, why is there no seasoning on this shrimp? Why, is it, <laughs> why are we having cold, cold, boiled shrimp in our tacos? I like boiled shrimp, flavored yeah, shrimp. Yeah, man. Nah, man, you can't be doing that. Fresh shrimp. But I, I one time made it something called a protein omelet, and oh, now and terrible. they kill me about that all the time. Cass, man, they never this protein omelet. No, nah, this was before Tim was like, I don't know, before Tim was cooking. Like this was yeah. still early on in the Tim cooking it was like days. Fifteen year old Tim. Yeah. No, nah, he was like he was like, like eighteen, nineteen. Yeah. I was 18, working 19. at I was working at NatureWorks at the time, which had a product called the protein omelet, which inspired this dish. But Tim's idea was take all of the like leftover meats that my dad had cooked, no matter what the meats were, and throw it in an omelet. So this it was eggs with fucking meatballs, lamb, pork, and steak, <laughs> chicken, and chicken, and chicken, and chicken. And we were like, Tim, we are not even touching that. That's and disgusting. Cheese, and and cheese. cheese with. Cassie, I like potatoes. It was disgusting. And potatoes. Does that not sound amazing? I mean, it's a little excessive, but I don't hate it to be honest. Bro, meatballs, you. lamb, pork, delicious. and yeah, chicken and steak, dude. Like, but it was like, yeah, it was like Italian. It was like Costco Italian meatballs, like steak from the barbecue, lamb cooked in like a, like a Greek style, and then like pork cooked with like a. Apple seasoning. Like these are four different meats. None, put of, this, into one. none of this sounds like things that <laughs> yes, I don't want. Yes, because that's how together. dad cooks those things. And we did not you want all those things together. Yes. I ate it. I ended up eating. You guys didn't want it. I ended up not putting eggs in it. I just put cheese on it. It was delicious. <laughs> yeah, me, Jason, and Jody just made fun of Tim and did not yeah. take a bite. <laughs> yeah. And and it was the best. We were mad at Tim for using all our food on that doo doo ass omelet. <laughs> yeah, that's true too. We're like Bro, like, what are we supposed to eat later now? Thanks for nothing. <laughs> Yo, Cass, you ever play in a sport on a sports team? Uh, yeah, I've had like phases. I used to play football sometime when I was in middle school, but I was a tiny kid, so that didn't work out. Does that mean soccer? No, no, or no, like no. actual football. I'm talking with American actual Sorry, football. Okay. Jason said. <laughs> Actually, yeah, yeah. yeah, sorry, I was very ignorant. Jason, Jason, Jason has, Jason has uh, some sometimes a douche comes out of Jason, sometimes. <laughs> right? That like, was that was not a, We talk a real great. football, right? Not that like, fucking Jason. kicking around the ball type <laughs> shit. Jason's a real great person, but sometimes he's a little douche. Just like spills out every once in a while. <laughs> oh man, sorry for cutting you off to be a douche. <laughs> hey, no problem, bro. But yeah, I've been you know. Well, what I played with, uh, like, most seriously on an organized team was basketball. I played um, throughout high school. But, yeah, I played football in middle school. But, uh, like I said, I was a very, very small kid. So, it didn't work out. I was a running back. Not great. Uh, I mean, you play soccer pretty much just in general. In to beat football. And, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, during recess in school and – Oh, I played organized when I was a little kid, but yeah, I just been around. Nothing was like my sport growing up. I always had like different options. Nice, nice, nice. Like I, I played high school football, and I also, um, 
am in the same boat as you. Like I tried my hardest and I was at every practice and I was, I, I did better than I should have, but I was on that team. I was five, two, I was five, two until the middle of my, the beginning of my senior year of high school. Like I, I grew during the second half of my junior year. So my three years in, in football, I was five, two <laughs> each year. And that, I'm talking about like on, I would on varsity. I was five, two. Like I would, oh man, I, I tried, but everyone was like, "What is it?" And I was like a little fat kid too. There's <laughs> so, I, so I had to be like a defensive tackle and, a, and like an, off, an offensive like lineman. So I'm going up against kids that are legit, like 300 pounds, like like six foot sometimes. Like we had this kid in our team, Ohio, that played both ways. That was six two. He was like in in 11th grade. It's like a, a truck. Sorry, we call him Ohio because he's from Ohio. My friend Joe was six five, like. He's playing tight end right next to me, and I'm five two trying to play tackle. It didn't work <laughs> out very well, but it was fun times. I, I I enjoyed it. But where where my height where that didn't matter that much, and when I actually uh <clears throat> where we actually excelled was when we got on the on the touch football field on the and I was the twins coach, and the first year they went undefeated. Jason at quarterback, and we actually every single game. We started the game. Um, Michael would run a chair out, and I would hit him for a touchdown. That first year, like every game started with a touchdown, eighty yards. Yeah. Nick Cardozo, one of the one of our great friends and one of our uh, patrons, he was on that team. One of the better receivers on the team, um, caught a lot of touchdowns. One of the best defenders on the team, caught a lot of interceptions. Man, that was a fun team to coach. I, I was like seventeen. How, how old are you guys? It's like twelve. Oh uh, yeah. So 14, I think we we're like 13? twelve or thirteen. Yeah. Yeah, so that was that was fun, and then eventually we got on the same team, won a championship like that too. Although the last couple of years we had some heartbreaks, one of them was my fault. One of the worst <laughs> things I've ever done in my life. Yeah, was, I mean it's not I, it wasn't your fault, but you did fuck up. No, nah, it was it was it was kind of my fault, but like I called it a really bad timeout, like yeah. a really bad timeout. Like it could have been um, we we're up by seven. It could have been the other team gets the ball like at their twenty with. Maybe no time left, maybe one second. Uh, Tim ended up letting them get like 15, 20 seconds. And it was completely and like they scored like a, on a Hail Mary from like the 50 yard right. line because they were able to get to the 50 in the allotted and, time. And mind you, like we won a lot of games from outsmarting people. So this is like something that's like, I don't want you guys to think I'm some, some kind of guy that's doing this. Like we used to take advantage of people doing this. Like we used to bait people into this all the time. And now I'm doing it. We lost because of that. And that that was, my, a, that was a heartbreaker. My favorite game ever was one when we were all t- the year that we won the championship together. Yep. Um, you guys have heard Michael and Tim call me Russell Wilson a lot because they're just like because I'm a really good quarterback in general, but there are just some games where I kind of just don't really know what I'm doing for three quarters for some yeah. reason, and then in the fourth quarter I just turn up. And this was the semifinals game, and it was like that, and we were like close to losing. And there was like six minutes left in the fourth quarter. And we were down by like two touchdowns. And I'm I'm not to toot my own horn, but I'm a pretty darn good defender. And um I ended up like there, I was playing man defense and someone tried going deep on me. And I went up with him and I picked off the and I picked picked it off. And Jason, like Jason, Jay, uh, Jay, how old how tall are you, Jason? Like five, five, seven? Right? On a good day. <laughs> I mean, yeah, so Jason's not, so, but Jason's super athletic, so like P 
people try him. He plays deep safety for us. So people try him a lot and they always regret trying him. I will I will say that Jason gets challenged a lot and he's always yeah. up for the challenge. Always. But that was one of my favorite plays I ever made. I, I still remember that interception because afterwards, that's when the Russell Wilson um mode flipped. So we got the ball with like six minutes left. We scored a touchdown. Then we forced a three and out. And then we were down by eight at that point. We scored a touchdown. And then we had to, like on the last play, I think it was. And then we had to go for a two-point conversion, which is from the 15-yard line in our touch league. And we caught the two-point conversion on a tip. On a tip. I I threw it up to this guy, Mehdi. Mehdi jumped into the back of the end zone and tipped it to Yanni, who's a fun guy. And Yanni caught it in the back of the end zone. And that brought it to overtime. And then once we were in overtime, we knew we were going to win. And then yeah. and then we went to the championship and just blew out the team that we Demolished. never beat before, like 45 to 7. Um, absolute destruction. Destruction. <laughs> Honestly, no one was no one was fucking us. That year was a, a year where we started the year like one and three. And we were like down on ourselves. And then we went on this magical run like that. That comeback was all was was part of a uh, was part of a um, larger momentum swing i feel like like that the fourth quarter momentum swing was was all part of the fact that we had won like seven straight games we had been knocking people off like and it was funny because this is this i mean it's a you pay to play in the league and it's competitive like it's like a thousand eleven hundred bucks per team you bring your Um, own team down yeah you bring your own team and the the championship winning team uh, gets their money back for the season, so it's a nice little chunk of change, eleven hundred bucks to get back. Um, and you basically played for free. And I remember the. I think you work... also play for free the next year. No, that's not no? it. But oh, anyways, it's, it's because the... basically, if you put it towards right, next if you year. put it towards <laughs> next year. Uh, yeah. But like we 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 uh, know the guy who runs it now pretty well because we've been playing for years, and he was like, I already called the guy, like who. The guy who runs the other, like the guy who holds the money, who's like, I already told him to go bring it, like to the other team. I didn't think you guys really had a chance, so we ended up like blowing the team out. And uh, he was like, I guess I gotta tell him to give you guys the money instead. I was like, Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that was one of those teams that that were like perennial, perennial like champions all the time, all the time. They had a, they had a, a, a few like uh, a few older, older like dudes too, just uh, as on the team too, so you know they've been at it for fucking probably decades. That's what happened. They were an older team, and they just they know how to play. They know how to defeat a zone. Like all their plays are drawn up to defeat a zone, and that's why they always beat us. Because if you play zone on them, they're gonna they're probably gonna beat you. Um, and then we just got to the championship, and we were like, "Yo, we're young, we're athletic. Let's just man up on these fools." And yeah. we did. Uh, it was and we destroyed them. Yeah. Destruction. Yeah, it was great. We got good man-to-man defenders. We didn't play this um, past season because of COVID, but. I miss it, man. I miss it. I miss it a lot. The competitive nature. Every Sunday morning. I'm going to tell you, man. As a 32-year-old man, talking to you, 20-year-old Cass, play organized sports as long as you fucking can, bro, because one day it will be ripped from you. I saw this meme the other day. It always always hits me hard, this meme, because you see it every once in a while. It's like, one day... You and your friends went to play baseball for the last time, and you didn't even know it. <laughs> Shit, it hurts me in my soul, man. It is. It's Yo, a you sad guys, meme. you guys can't hear it because I have the uh, the Zoom here, which operates the uh, recording and such. But I didn't even realize I have one of my drafts open, one of the many drafts I'm in, 
and I just went ding dong. You are on the clock in the background. <laughs> <laughs> You're on the clock right now. Yeah, apparently. I was like, what the fuck is going on? And I was like, oh shit, bring I'm us, on the clock. Bring us through it. Who are you gonna pick? Oh, it's on the it's the Raz Slam. Um, oh, so dude, you, I'm on I'm on the clock in Raz Slam right now too. You wanna help me? I'm actually going to go with. I already have Travis Darno. My other, it's a two catcher league. My other favorite catcher uh, value is Austin Nola. So I'm actually gonna go, go double down here with. I'm gonna have Darno and Austin Nola. I think that could be nice having two solid catchers in a two catcher league, uh, especially in best ball. Who does Who does Nola play for? The Padres. He's actually Aaron Nola's brother. You gotta get uh, Tortuga on your squad. The man William Astudillo. Oh, William's Astudillo? Yeah, that dude is hilarious. <laughs> He's the man. Legend, man. If you guys don't know who Williams Yeah, if you guys don't know who Williams Astudillo is, take a take a second to YouTube him because he is this like ginormous dude who plays third base. He's ultra athletic even though he's like short and stubby. And the dude, he never he never walks. The dude swings at every single pitch. He also never strikes out. It's absolutely hysterical. Like he, it's it's tremendous. He didn't play much last year because he ended up getting hurt, and it doesn't look like he's gonna start this year, unfortunately. But he's he's a ton of fun to watch. Michael is ninth round pick one hundred and two. At this point, I could take the Nelson Lamette, right? Uh, I mean, you did go very hitter heavy, so I guess the Nelson. Did you guys see my team? I have the sixth pick, and for some reason, nobody wanted good players. So my team, my team right now, my first eight picks were Mike Trout, Bryce Harper, Corey Seager, Aaron Judge, Alex Bregman, Javi Baez, and Keeson Hira. I know all of those people, which means you have a good team. <laughs> I know. And then I got Max Fried as my first pitcher. Yeah, if Tim knows all of them, hooey. Bro, I know all of them, and I've never watched a full baseball. I think game. I'm going Lamet. <laughs> you won the uh, the Tingle Baseball League last year, right, Cass? No, no, I didn't. Uh, uh, oh, you I, lost I, to I, Jess, right? I think. Yeah, I lost in the finals. Uh, shout out Jess. Yep. Do you you play fantasy baseball? One year. Just, and, and yeah, just, one year. Yeah, no, never again. Then you retired. Are you? A, yeah. Are you? What's your favorite team, bro? I, I don't even know that. Oh, the Steelers. Uh, yeah, the Steelers. The Steelers. I didn't know that. Nice. Why is the Matt Michael? Very nice. I, I don't know, actually. Uh, I really have no clue. I guess they're popular in Mexico, but um, for example, my dad's a, a Broncos fan. So I don't know where I got the Steelers because they're not rivals. They're not anything. I just kind of picked them out when I was young, stuck with them. It was a, it's, a, it's a good stick by. It's a good, it's a good team to root for. Yeah, I got wow. one Super Bowl that I cannot remember. And then I remember the loss against Green Bay. So, not the greatest run, but I, I like our chances. How old were you that oh, the Super Bowl winning Super Bowl? season? I don't know. Most of, what year was it? You remember? Oh, seven. That's a good so question. Was, that was uh, Steelers Cardinals, right? Six. Oh, yeah, seven. Six it was not oh, seven. That was not 14 years oh, ago. Oh, nine. Yeah. Oh, nine. But yeah, so I was like eight years old. Hold on. Cass, you're a 2000 baby? That's right, yeah, baby. Yeah, dude. I... There's no 19 in front of your. Whoa. No 19. Right? Act like you act like you even know that you're 1995. <laughs> yeah, but come on, dude. You're like you round up to 2000. Get fuck out of here. Oh, I'm Tim. I'm 88. I'm so cool. I'm an 80s dude. I love no, disco music, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was 2008. So I was eight years old. 
My birthday's on Christmas though, so I'm I'm I round up to eighty nine. <laughs> Cass, uh, you're never gonna have trouble remembering your birthday because it's just the year. It's so easy, man. What do you mean? In two thousand twenty five, he's gonna be twenty five. Two thousand eighty, he's gonna be eighty. I mean, do you have trouble remembering how old you are? <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> I got to think about it sometimes. Don't you? I, I do sometimes stop and be like, wait, wait. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right, yo, Michael, how how long has the podcast been so far? Uh, 58 minutes. 58 minutes. You see my my spidey senses are tingling. <laughs> that is time to go. Um, but yeah, this is a this is a fun. This has been a fun episode. A little behind the scenes. We kind of just like at the, the last 30 minutes, I feel like we kind of just like we're bullshitting, <laughs> just like talking shit. But uh, that's that's part of it. Um, but we're excited to bring this app to you guys, man. We are really, really, really excited to bring this app to you guys. And now, you know, the behind the scenes, the, the hard work that is put in uh, and hopefully, you know, uh, it is the tool that we hope it can be for you uh, and, and which we're sure with the help of. Uh, these fine gentlemen that you that you heard from today that it will be so um, we're really excited to roll that out to you and it should be available soon right now we're under under review did, did i give away too much just now should i have should i have not said that sorry i mean <laughs> we're, under review we're, we're hoping that it's up like as soon as possible you you will yeah. all know when it's up yeah so we are we are in the process um yeah we don't got to really sign off on these i always I, I don't know how to end it when it's not like yeah, see what we did there? Like I like I end the regular shows. You say thanks for listening, guys. Talk to you next week. You guys are the best. Come on, Tim. Nah, man. Nah. Yo, what we just Cap, got a what patron. What do you think of you, the, Tim? What is it? Is Tim gonna be well, are all the bros gonna be in the fantasy baseball league? Tim is certainly I think not that will be a negative if Tim is in it. Because Tim is gonna draft a bad team yeah. and then not check it. I mean, I, I don't think I would draft a bad team, but I would draft a team of, like, names that I recognized. So probably, like, I don't know. I don't know. Tim's going to be drafting Albert Pujols in the first round. I, 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 am, I cannot commit to a fantasy baseball team. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We don't want you to. Yeah, I know you don't. We'll make it work. Uh, we're we're going to have a league. Don't worry. We'll have a league. We'll figure it out. If we need to bring in some outside people, we will. But we'll yeah, have absolutely. at least one league. Absolutely. I can't believe, you know, it's funny. Like baseball has really fallen off a lot because I remember everyone who used to play fantasy football played fantasy baseball. That was just like a, a thing everyone did. You played both, but it's not like that anymore. When I was a kid, it was fantasy baseball was the more popular version, and I was like, "What is this fantasy football? It's got points. Like it doesn't even have categories. Like what is this bullshit?" And I used now, to like fantasy baseball more when I was a yeah, kid. Me too. Me too. Fantasy baseball is the first thing I fell in love with. Petey came over and showed me his fantasy baseball team. I mean, I love fantasy baseball. Full circle, baseball. baby. That's how you end a podcast. Full circle. Boom. Fantasy, fantasy baseball will always be my favorite. Later, dudes. <laughs> and gals. Peace.